Favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gudikin sucks. Jordan Addison ran a 5-3-40 and he's Tristis height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. Well, my God, the Bucks put up 146 points on the Knicks. 146-122 in the in-season tournament quarterfinals. Bucks knocking off the Knicks. I said, if it's a game where there's a uh, trophy on the line, or if it means something, then I should just play the Giannis props. No, not overthink it. And he went over all the props. I should have done that. Yep. Instead, I played some Dante DiVincenzo, <laughs> and he falls one point shy. Not even half a point shy of going yep. over his prop. It was the right look. He didn't get a whole lot of run tonight for whatever reason. Probably because... I bet it. That the Knicks gave up 37 points in I think the first three quarters of this game. I saw on the broadcast they said that it's the first time an opponent has done that to the Knicks since Wilt Chamberlain's hundred point game back in March second, nineteen sixty two. Yeah. The moment was a little bit too big. The playing uh, tournament was a little bit too big <laughs> for the geez. Knicks tonight. Well, clearly. All right. See, the Bucks are gonna figure some stuff out. We're going to talk about the perimeter defense probably the first half of the year. And then before you know it, it'll be December, January, and they'll be one of the better defensive teams in the league somehow. I mean, you know, they've got... And in the playoffs, they'll turn it on. Maybe not so much Dame on the defensive end, but the Bucks will be fine. Giannis covers like three spots on the floor himself because he's seven foot eight. <laughs> it's just, and he's I, allowed to do whatever It's a damn gazelle. I, I mean, it's just, just watching him is just... It's unbelievable. Uh, we do have the playing tournament, obviously, continuing, or the in-season tournament continuing, but also got bowl season starting up, Ryan. Thank God. College football. BetMGM's got a uh, college football bowl pick'em challenge, so you can go on there and have a chance to win $25,000. That's the grand prize. You just have to predict the most college football bowl games against the spread, and if you beat everybody else you get 25 grand there's some other prizes in there too but you know let's be honest anybody's going in there because they want that 25 grand plain and simple go in you sign up you go up to the top where they got all the little different tabs and stuff you submit your picks yep and then boom you're registered and you're ready to go you and i can't do it though i say you but i don't actually mean you you and i uh i don't think would be eligible we could fill it out but i don't think they'd let us win i don't think we get the money i don't think we get the prize but what we can do is maybe try to help some people like for example if i was going to fill out one of those sheets and try to win myself 25 big ones i would uh go over to arizona oklahoma and i would think oklahoma three and a half point dog that seems tempting. But mm-hmm. then I'd remember, oh, no, oh, no, no. Dylan Gabriel just transferred. He's not going to be there. This game's going to mean everything for Arizona. Arizona's win total coming into the season in the Pac-12 was four and a half. Uh, Arizona's the 14th best team in the country. The way they've played the last month of the season, they look like a top five team in the country. Money line, minus 155. There you don't you have go. to worry about that three and a half point, point spread uh, with this. So you just pick Arizona to win. Boom, you're in. I love I love these bowl uh, Do you, contests. Are man. you able to like memorize every bowl game and who's playing? Not so much anymore. I know because people that the can names, do that, which is just ridiculous. Well, I used to be able to do so, but now the names they change every year. Like for example, my team, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. You know what bowl they're playing in this year? The Pop Tarts Bowl. They have an edible Pop Tart, I think. That's like a giant one, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, the Pop Tarts Bowl. I had big, big dreams for this team this season when they paid three million dollars for Sam Hartman. Instead, I'll be uh, kicking back watching the Pop Tart Bowl. With you just, my uh, favorite pop tart, which is actually the s'mores pop tart. Well, you have <laughs> like the s'mores one. I used to be a strawberry guy growing up. Be my, yeah, strawberry is like the classic, isn't it? I mean, I know you know, um, 
They're just not the healthiest. Well, no, 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 no. But you have a kid, so sometimes I'm sure there's probably Pop-Tarts in the house. Yeah, like 3 a.m., you know. Yeah. Hanging around, playing a little Madden. Yeah. Find yourself a Pop-Tart, boom. Eating it. Just like that. Not, you, th- not too bad. Do you toast it or you just get it right out of the box? I mean, they're better toasted, but sometimes I just grab it right out yeah, of the box. Yeah, they are better toasted. I don't yeah. think there's any Come question about that. Come in late from National Harbor after a uh, big poker game. Big night, big night. Lose a bunch of money. You don't have enough money maybe to go to McDonald's even, so you just grab a couple Pop-Tarts. We've all been there. Or just maybe I've been there. So what do you okay. think about all this drama with the uh, the Jets and Aaron Rodgers and... Yeah. Zach Wilson quitting on the team, and he's mad. I mean, it's it's always something with with your 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 second team, isn't it? So we're probably going to have to actually change the uh, intro for the show because in the intro, I say that Brian Gutekind sucks at his job, and I'm not fully uh, ready to give him his flowers and say I was wrong. Mm-hmm. But man, I don't know. Like Jordan Love looks pretty good, and a lot of these young guys do look pretty good. I'm a big Jaden Reed fan. Um, some of these young guys on the defensive side of the ball, I didn't love the Van Ness pick. He, it's not like he has eight or nine sacks. He's got two sacks this season, but he's getting pressure. And I'm just thinking about like what him and Rashawn Gary are going to be able to do as pass rushers together here for the next couple of years. And who knows? Maybe he got it right because the Jets are a mess. Aaron Rodgers wanted full control. He gets it in New York, right? So they hire Nathaniel Hackett. They bring in Tim Boyle to back him up. They sign Alan Lazard for all that money. He's been a healthy scratch the last couple of weeks. Um, they bring in Randall Cobb. I believe he has two receptions this year. Adrian Amos. Yeah, well, Randall so, Cobb was more of just like a veteran locker right, room presence, though. Right, but it just none of Rodgers' guys have really panned out. Mm-hmm. It's not working out in New York. It's a big mess, and I hate myself because I invested in this team to win the <laughs> AFC and to win the Super Bowl. I'm a believer in Aaron Rodgers, but not in this organization. It's a mess. Robert Sala might end up losing his job. Who knows, man? And I don't even know that I feel better about the Jets next year if Aaron Rodgers comes back mm-hmm. because it's still a bad offensive line. Yeah, you have a good defense, but other than Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall, don't love the skill position players as much as I thought I would. And uh, it's a mess, man. And they're in a really tough division as well. Do you think Aaron Rodgers actually does come back? This year, no. Yeah, no. I don't think so either. No, it's pretty much been shut down. I thought that was all just like to kind of like take away the attention of – to take away from – the mess that is New York. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the beat reporters. Everybody was starting to turn on Rodgers a little bit there and um, turn on the Jets a little bit. And so then it was like the good story, always oh, practicing. He wants to come back. He's going to try to come back if they're in playoff contention. Here's the problem. They're not in playoff contention any longer. I don't see a win on their remaining schedule with Zach Wilson as starting quarterback, not even wanting to be there. And so there's no reason to bring him back. Like, have him get ready for next year. Even then, though, a little worried about the Jets moving forward. And he hasn't played, like, all year. It might be. It might not be good for New I, York next year. See, I feel like Aaron Rodgers, the wanting to come back this year was just to be able to say that he was cleared. And, like, he doesn't have to go out on the field to be able to say he made it back faster than everybody else, if that matters to him. And I think that actually matters to him. Yeah. So to just be able to have it made public, Aaron Rodgers has been cleared to play, but he's decided not to because the Jets are out of playoff contention kind of handles best of both worlds for him in a lot of ways when you think about it. There's like two ways of looking at it, right? Like if you're a Rodgers hater, you're saying it was all about the attention. Um, you got the people that are like, well, Rodgers wanted to prove modern science wrong or whatever, yeah. modern uh, medicine and, and all that stuff, going back to the COVID stuff. Oh, 
maybe he's selfish. Um, he didn't want anybody else. He didn't want the Jets to make a deal and then have somebody come in like Dobbs did in Minnesota and look good because he wants all the attention. Mm-hmm. He wants to be the savior of the Jets. I look at it like I think the guy really likes his job. He likes playing the position. He loves football. You see him on the McAfee show hyping yep. up Dak Prescott, talking about Zach Wilson, talking about these young quarterbacks. I think he just wanted to get back out there. Um, but I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan, so that's what people will tell you. You know what I mean? Like, that's the way that I look at it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are going to say he's selfish. I know on WFAN, you know, on some of these shows, they're ripping into Rodgers. They're turning on him, and I get it. Like, that's a 4-8 and football team. It's a crappy product, yeah. so it's easy to turn on him. Um, but, yeah, I just I don't think he actually plays in a game. I mean, I think they've already kind of, like, ruled that out, pretty much shut him down. They're 4-8. and eight. I don't see them beating the Texans. I can see him covering at home, but I don't think that they're going to win this game outright. Uh, they're plus 200 for a reason. So I think it's over for Rodgers this season. You might as well just pretty much tank the rest of the way. You you don't have to give that first-round pick to the Packers anymore. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. So now you keep your pick. You need offensive line help. Last year in the first round, I didn't think that that pick made any sense. I mean, you're already solid on the defensive line. I get you could never have enough pass rushers, enough depth on the defensive side of the ball, but you clearly needed offensive line help. And then, like, let's also not forget that Aaron Rodgers wanted Delvin Cook there. How bad has he been? How washed does he look? I, I, so, letting him play GM set them back a couple of years. And they were in such a good position to kind of like be that up and coming team with Sauce Gardner, with Garrett Wilson, with Brees Hall, all on rookie contracts. It's like, okay, figure out the quarterback position and you could be a Super Bowl contender the next couple of years. You thought they had that in Rodgers. Now you have an aging 40 year old quarterback coming off a devastating injury, playing behind a crappy offensive line with only Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall that we feel good about. Jets are a big trouble now, man. Well, when when you're in a position like the Jets were in, where you have a chance to get a Hall of Fame quarterback. They made the and, right decision. And, yeah, and at the time, you're going, well, we're a quarterback away. right? I think everybody kind of felt that way. Quarterback yeah. away, for the most part. You knew the offensive line had some issues. You would have hoped they would have done more to address that. They didn't. But really, you're looking at them saying, if Aaron Rodgers has some guys he wants to bring here, okay. Like, what do we have to lose? Games? We've been terrible for years. Yeah. The problem is, yeah, hurt. we don't even know what this team would look like yet with Aaron Rodgers out there because he tore his Achilles on the first drive of the opening game of the season. So, it's I understand why people are frustrated, and I get why people might be turning on him, but I also don't understand it at the same time because, like, the dude tore his Achilles, and the team is bad without him. Yeah, have you seen Zach Wilson? He's not a good quarterback. Have you watched Tim Boyle? He's not an NFL quarterback at all. And I feel like that's where the frustration comes in, right? Because it's not that the Jets are losing and they're a 4-8 football team, but they're losing in very frustrating ways. Yeah. Like, Tim Boyle should have never been on that field. Right. Trevor Simeon's clearly, hate to say this, Trevor Simeon or Zach Wilson are the best options, unfortunately, that you have. You didn't make another move. At, at least Trevor Simeon you know I mean? has a lot of starts and has had some success at the NFL but, like, level. Look at some of these games. All right, so defensively to start the season, they were really good, especially against good quarterbacks like Josh Allen. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they gave good quarterbacks hell. Like Robert Sala made the mistake of saying that at the podium, remember, at that press conference. Yep. And since then, the defense has taken a step back. And it's just like you had the Hail Mary pick six. None of us. We all watch so much football. We've never seen that in football history. Maybe in, like, high school or Pop Warner. But a Hail Mary attempt that gets picked off for six. Like, it's how they're losing these games. And then you got Robert Sala goes to the podium. They're asking him, is Zach the quarterback next week? I haven't got that far. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) he's just. I mean, that's why the fans and the media are ripping into this situation. Because it's a freaking mess. I'm embarrassed that I bet this team to win the Super Bowl. 
five and a half is your five and a half is a win total now. Yes, uh, minus one fifty five plus one thirty. Do they have two more wins in there? Well, I don't think the they big beat them. question. M- Houston maybe. this weekend. You guys talked about it at Miami. Sorry, right? I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, you're good. Washington at Cleveland at New England. They could beat Washington. They could beat Washington. Yeah, they could beat Washington. They could beat New England. Yeah. Yeah, they could be so both you, of those. You want a piece of this? No, at five and a half. I still don't. That's <laughs> no, the thing. Get, I can't do that's it. That's funny. It's like it's like sitting here looking at the Patriots, right, and looking at that total and seeing a thirty for Thursday night and going, I still can't take the over because the Patriots could get shut out. It's a low number and it's tempting. That win total is a low number and it's tempting, but I still don't trust them enough. Like it could implode. Like they could lose every game the rest of the way. It's also still possible. I mean, the Patriots, with the Patriots, like the case you can make for them, maybe looking like a decent football team, not even a decent football team, but actually trying and going out there and giving some effort in a game like Week 18 would be if Malik gets some run behind center. I'd love to see him You know what I mean? There. Why not? Like with the Jets, though, this is a team that had Super Bowl dreams, and now they're a four-win football team. They've clearly got some guys that have given up on both sides of the ball. So now these next couple weeks, it's one, two, three, Cancun. Should they draft you know a quarter- I mean? Should they draft a quarterback in the first round? Maybe, like a team like, th- and that's kind of the same situation with the Commanders. When you hear like Ron Rivera talk to the media, it seems like he's just ready for Cancun. Oh, he's he's ready to get. But like fired. Sam Howell and some of those guys aren't. You know what I mean? They're going to go out there and look the ball. And mm-hmm. with the Jets, like who's going to look out? Who's going to go out there and at least look to put something on tape? <sighs> I think Zach a- Wilson doesn't want to play. There, there's a lot of guys, though, that are ready to mail it in in Washington, too. But you're right. It's probably even worse with the Jets right now. And, yeah, the, this whole Zach Wilson not like not basically being in on starting again this year. I've never is, seen this. I, I mean, it's so toxic there, though. I mean, and that's what that's what he, uh, Aaron Rodgers was talking about on Pat McAfee today where people were saying they're – or he was saying they're painting a, a picture of him as a kid quitting on the team – saying there's leaks to the media now. Stuff like that gets out for a reason. There's a purpose. Why is it getting out? What a mess already. Year one and Rodgers is like ripping the team for the leaks and sticking up for Zach Wilson. And um, yeah, man, like the people that were ripping me, like the Packer fans, they were, it turns out like they were right. At least so far, the Packers won that trade. The Packers are granted they're a 500 team right now, but they're in the wild card if the season ends today. And the Jets are a four-win football team with an aging 40-year-old quarterback. And right now, Jordan Love's playing like Patrick Mahomes 2.0. It's just to he me, just outplayed Patrick Mahomes yeah. on Sunday Night Football in front of a national audience with T-Swift and Simone Biles <laughs> in attendance. It just feels like an incomplete. Like, I get you could say, yes, technically they did win it. But we haven't seen, like, what was Aaron Rodgers going to be out there with this Jets team and that offense had he not torn his Achilles? Like, to me, it's just one big wash. Like, I just don't even look at this year as anything. Like, I wouldn't even be mad if I was a Jets fan. So crazy. I'd be mad the that it happened. The number two but... overall pick of the draft two years ago, though, is your backup quarterback. I know, and he's terrible. And, you're, and he's that bad. Well, they've been really bad at drafting quarterbacks. I mean, Sam Darnold before that was terrible, too. So... Like, Sam Darnold's bad, but he wasn't that bad. No, no, no. You know no. what I mean? Oh, wait. Like, Zach Wilson's so much worse. Like, like unplayable. It's Yeah, like, not an NFL quarterback bad. And yet they would still, if the season ended today, only be picking at seven, where, like, PFF has them taking Joe out. Okay, there you go, a tackle. But I don't know, man. They keep losing games, and you're a top five pick in one of those quarterback drops. I mean, you might have to do it. Yeah, you're only going to have Aaron Rodgers Rodgers for a year. year. Maybe he stays longer. He's going to be so pissed. That's the same thing the Packers are doing with Jordan Love. Got to deal with it. It's bet MGM tonight. You got the Lakers. Hopefully going to put up a better performance than my Knicks, Ryan. Yeah, hopefully. They were just, I mean, it's 14-11 early. Lakers up on the, on the Suns. Knicks lose 146-122.
in their in-season tournament quarterfinal game. What did, I just saw something here. Giannis said something here. Uh, I only bet red 34. What? That's what Giannis said. Some pop-up. I just saw it. It's like, I don't know if he's actually talking about really playing roulette and doing that or... Oh, because they, yeah, like, they'll be playing in the championship game against yeah, the Pacers knows, Oh, okay, yeah. So this yeah. is what he said he'll do in Vegas. He's, he only bets red 34. I like it. <laughs> That's your guy right there, man. Big roulette guy, Giannis, I guess, huh? Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. I, I uh, can't wait to watch that game, though, man. That'll be fun. Pacers, Bucks to go to the Summer League Championship game. Take the uh, take the take over, over in that. Yes, take the over. I wonder, wish they had any lines up. I don't see any lines up for it right now. Probably going to uh, be a lot of points. Scored love today. to see what the total would be on that game. 258 maybe, 260. I mean, who knows? Bucks yeah. just put up 40, or 146 on the Knicks. I mean, that's going to be electric, man. Neither team plays a whole lot of defense. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if they could set that total high enough. No. I really don't. Really don't. No, I don't either, man. It's it's uh, I, yeah, but the, but I have come around a little bit on the uh, in season tournament. It's I'm glad of, you have. I'm glad you better have. Better of a product. Hey, is there any division that you look at right now in the NFL and say like it's still up for grabs? I feel like we've had we have a lot of parity. We've got a lot of competitive races to make the playoffs down the stretch in the NFL, but it really doesn't feel like there's that many divisions anymore where you can look and say there's still a legitimate shot. Like, the AFC South stands out to me with the NFC. Really, both South divisions. Yeah. I think are probably the only two right now, if you look. I mean, the odds will certainly tell you that, too, right? Like, Baltimore is a heavy favorite to win the AFC North. I mean, Miami, good God, they're minus 2,500 to win their division. You start going down the list here, Kansas City's minus 5,000. It's really down to, if we scroll down to the South here, South, 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 where are you? There we go. Atlanta's minus 175. In the, for the NFC, Tampa plus 350, New Orleans plus 375. Atlanta feels like the team that could win it, but like, you know, they got Desmond Ritter at quarterback. It's still not like, and they're only, what, a game up in the division. So it's it's not like that's in hand like some of these other divisions. Yeah, Falcons are 6-6. Six and six. You got the Bucks and Saints both 5-7. and seven. Yeah, man. Like, like you said, okay, so NFC West wrapped up. Niners are minus 100,000 or mm-hmm. something crazy like that. You can't make the case for the Rams. Although we did talk, you know, preseason, like we like this Rams team maybe to be a sneaky wild card team. And man, like Cooper Cup, it's kind of been on a milk cart in the last couple weeks. Yep. And uh, the Rams are, man, if they would have been healthy all season long, like if Matthew Stafford, and I know you could say that every year with Stafford, but I could see them winning like 9, 10 games. Who knows? Maybe they even sneak into the playoffs, but they're not winning the division. Seattle's not winning that division. Niners are probably winning the entire NFC. So uh, NFC West, unplayable. NFC South, I did play Atlanta preseason. Man, remember, like, the Saints were the chalky favorite. They bring in Derek Carr. You figure, okay, now you got your quarterback, you know, Michael Thomas. You got Chris Olave. Kamara's going to be back week five. But the offense just hasn't fully clicked. The defense is fine, but... Man, plus 375 isn't even a price I really want to back with the Saints. I think the Bucks are cooked. You know, they barely got past the Carolina Panthers right. last week. They've come back down to earth. But I wouldn't lay minus 175 with Atlanta because of what you said, man. Desmond Ritter, uh, Arthur Smith. Granted, he's started to give the ball to Bijan, thank God, a little bit more. Um, the defense has been better. They spent a bunch of money on that secondary and those pass rushers. They're pretty good against the run. They got Jesse Bates, but... Minus 175, I wouldn't do. I mean, I bet that plus 250 to start the season went over the win total, and I'm still worried about the win total with Atlanta. But I guess that would be one of the divisions that you could still play if you can make the case for Tampa or the Saints. I just can't 
NFC North, can I interest you in the uh, Packers 14 to 1 or the Vikings 10 to 1? Nah. I just, like, I'd love to find a way to justify how the Lions, not love to, because I really don't, I don't want to, I'm not rooting against the Lions. I think that fan base deserves some damn wins, but I, 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 I can't just, they, they built too much of a lead there. I don't, I can't trust, no, I can't. Really, the only, I think the only division, honestly, that I would sit, and again, the prices aren't great. But the AFC South, Jacksonville's minus 250. But yeah. we, what if, I mean, Trevor Lawrence could miss a couple of weeks. And if that's the case, you got Houston at 4-1 and Indy at 5-1. to one. You said you liked Indy a little bit more than Houston. Well, I like Houston more. Like, I like their future more. Oh, oh yeah, you know, I mean, I like, was, this year. Yeah, yeah no, was, not, not long-term, you know, no. And I would want a better price with the Colts, but the Colts defensively have been better than I expected mm-hmm. this season. The offensive line's been pretty good. You know, Minshew, like you said, though, you just he's kind of a wild card because he could have this 300-yard passing right. game, this 260-yard passing <laughs> game, three-touchdown performance, and then he could throw three picks before we get to the second half. Yeah. And that's always concerning. Texans, I love what they're doing right now, but they're just so young, man. Like, But also, they're young, but they like think that they should be there. It's almost mm-hmm. like when I watch them, like C.J. Stroud, hell, like week three, he was like, I'm changing things around here. We're not going to be a losing organization anymore. People ripped that draft, but they got their quarterback of the future, and they got the best defensive player in this draft in Will Anderson, like you said. And they have good pass rushers, and they force turnovers. That's the other thing. They got a pretty good secondary. So who knows? Maybe the Texans are the luck. But, yeah, I'd be worried about the Jags, not only because of the Trevor Lawrence injury and Christian Kirk getting dinged last night, but that defense is bad. Over 400 yards given up to Cincinnati without, with a backup quarterback. So I wouldn't lay minus 250, and that probably would be, you know, maybe one of the ones that you would look at, depending what your flavor is, the Colts or the Texans. Texans right now seem like the better bet, but you look at that schedule. It, it might come down to Week 18, Colts-Texans, right. man, as crazy as that is. Well, I mean, again, looking at strength of schedule right now, if you're looking at teams in that division, Jacksonville's 27th, Philadelphia's 28th. Also interesting to New Orleans, if you're looking at the NFC South, New Orleans 30th, Atlanta 31st. Everybody liked the Saints coming into the season because they played the easiest schedule in the league. Yeah. Problem is, man, and I'm all the way out on the Carr family. You got David Carr saying that <laughs> Jalen Hurts should be benched for Marcus Mariota. Like, Did he I say Mar- that? That's that's a real quote. Okay, that needs to never be said I know, again. I know. Pinched myself and made sure I like I drug tested myself actually, and uh, made and you sure found, I heard that you found stuff in your system, but it wasn't didn't contribute to that. No, right, he right. really <laughs> said this, but uh, yeah, man, like ah, God, I, the Saints are not good. They're a bad watch, not a fun watch. I actually, I'm really disappointed. I thought Derek Carr was going to bring some stability to that offense. I look, I didn't look at them think they were going to be like a top five offense in the NFL, but I thought, okay, Derek Carr, veteran quarterback, made the playoffs before. Uh, you know, look at what he did a couple of years ago with everything going on when John Gruden was still the coach for the Raiders and led that team to the playoffs. And it's just been, it's been bad. He's getting booed all the time now. Yeah. It's, it's just, I mean, at least when you're talking AFC South, you're looking at two division or you're looking at one division that has a bunch of teams that kind of are trending upward. It's like the NFC South, it's just one team sneaking in the back door because someone's got to go in. I will say, though, like, okay, so if you like the Saints, now might be the time to buy Atlanta schedule. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay this weekend at home. I like Atlanta in that game. Uh, then they hit the road, but they take on Carolina, who's terrible. This is Atlanta, by the way. Mm-hmm. They host the Colts. They are on the road, but against the Bears. And then week 18, they play the Saints. Who knows? Maybe that's for the division, and that game's in New Orleans. Tough place to play. 
but gosh, yeah, I it's Atlanta for me still. That's who I played before this season, but not at minus one seventy five. I'd want plus money with that team because Arthur Smith, you never know what you're gonna get. Desmond Ritter, you definitely never know what you're gonna get. And who knows, like the Saints and the Bucks, those are vet teams, but I don't know. I'd want a better price than plus three fifty with Baker the way that they've looked the last couple of weeks. Like I said, they barely got past the Panthers, and then the Saints are just bad. Like, not a good watch. No. Not really no. well coached. Dennis Allen may not be that guy. I've never been a car guy. Michael Thomas is done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's hurt again. I like it's... Olave, but, you know. I mean, Taysom Hill's actually been pretty damn good for him this season. Like, that's what we're talking about with the Saints. Like, <laughs> right? We're just down to the point you're trying to find anything. I Alvin, actually. Alvin Kamara and his, I mean. I mean, like... He's been a weapon for them. But, yeah, we're trying to really find something with the Saints. I think Dennis Allen's gone. I, there might be up to, like, 10 coaching vacancies this offseason. Yeah. There could be a ton. Um, I tweeted out, I don't think my Cowboys' uh, NFC East futures are dead yet. Okay. Played those before the season. But they're 4-1 to one for a reason. I mean, the Eagles have built a nice little comfortable yeah. lead. But that's a big game this weekend. If you think the Cowboys are live this weekend... Why not take a shot at them four to one? That decides the division this weekend. Defense trending in the right direction. I just I worry about this matchup. Okay, so like both teams kind of have the same issue: Philadelphia and Dallas, the middle of the field. That's why they were both looking at linebackers to sign off the waiver wire. You know what I mean? I mean, like San Francisco is a bad matchup for both teams because of what they could do in the middle of the field with Debo, with Kittle, and with Ayuk and McCaffrey in the run game. But these two teams kind of have the same issues. It comes down to who do you trust in a big game. Dak or Jalen, mm-hmm. McCarthy or Sirianni, and it's hard for me to say like McCarthy or the Cowboys until they win that big game. I mean, they played Philadelphia really tough in the last game. Should have tied the game if Dak doesn't step out of bounds on that two-point conversion. Got blown out by San Francisco. Uh, both teams have. But who knows? Like, if you think the Cowboys are live, maybe it's not a bad bet right now. Four to one. I just I have too much invested in the Cowboys. I have, have Super you, Bowl futures, have NFC you looked at, futures. Have so you I'm, looked at strength of schedule though? Yeah, and that's I mean, the thing. Like that's a gauntlet. To I mean, close God, the year, yeah, dude. the Cowboys have the second toughest, only and that's behind the Ravens. Four to one, <laughs> exactly. And you're sitting here looking at Philadelphia, who's 28th in strength of schedule. They beat Dallas. That's it. They win the division. Like yep. that's done. Like yeah. that's that's really what it comes down to. But now over the next few weeks, those are the types of games that we are going to have, right? Like, yeah. we're going to have games that are going to be deciding division. It's going to be deciding a team's playoff chances. And that's good. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we have that. But you also have some stinkers out there, too, where it's just get these teams, right? Just get these teams yeah. off the rest of the way. Yeah, like the Patriots, we don't need to see any more. No of. more. No more, please. No, I mean, there are, like, some bad teams that can make some noise here. Oh, do you want to make us feel better, season. Scott? Do you want to tell us how great it's going to be Thursday? I can't wait. Uh, no, I, I'm okay. out of that business. All right, good. Thank you. Just Let's not off. ever do that again. One off. But you know what? You can wager on it, and we'll talk all about it. Yeah, I was thinking, can we actually have a movie night Thursday night? How do you guys feel about that? You know when you have a substitute teacher, <laughs> and we just uh, we just just watch a movie instead of the game, and just tell me what happens. How about that? You do a replay. Yeah. We'll just Yeah, let's just, I think we'll just, what about we do a weekend preview? Let's tape the show early. It would be a beautiful thing, though, like if we could just like flex some of these teams just off the schedule. <sighs> Entirely, and that would be the Patriots. Because, like, a lot of these teams that aren't very good are still kind of sneaky. Like, the Raiders are still a sneaky team. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bears are a sneaky team. I think the Bears could beat the Lions. That's I. The Bears are taking so much action that they're down to three right now this weekend. It, the game's at Soldier Field. Right now the conditions are supposed to be wet, windy, and you got Jared Goff Ooh. on the road yeah. in Chicago in those conditions. And you know the Lions are going to want to run the ball. Like Dan Campbell's already said, we want to run the ball with Montgomery and they should be. Gibbs. Oh, Montgomery anytime touchdown will be a good look at yes. that game. But, I mean, you know what I mean? Like the also, Bears, revenge game. Yeah. 
Yeah. Revenge game. Yeah. Former team. Yeah. But the Bears, scrappy team. They're going to play teams tough. Might have some outright wins second half of the season. And then, like you said, you got teams like the Pats who have nothing to play for. I mean, hell, even the Bengals last night, everybody was writing them off, and I don't think they're going to make any noise, but they still have weapons. They still have Jamar Chase and, and T. Higgins, and they could be a spoiler here the second half of the season. It doesn't really mean I want to bet them 150 to 1 to win the North. <laughs> I would I would not do that. Or the Steelers at 9 to 1 or the Browns at 10 to 1. The Ravens are minus 650 for a reason. And I don't see uh, anybody overtaking them. I, I wanted to make the case for the Browns a couple weeks ago, man, but now the quarterback position is just hell. I I I mean that defense can only do so much. Yeah. The only way that they actually I mean, I, I guess if you have some sort of miracle in uh, like one or two games where there's a pick six or there's a, you know some short fields and that gives them an opportunity, but that's really how the defense is going to have to keep them in games. They, they have to be able to create short fields. It, it, we're seeing more and more, too. I'll be curious to see how this offseason goes. You're talking about like having a ton of coaching vacancies this offseason, right? Well, how much are teams going to be willing to spend on backup quarterbacks? Look around the league this year, and how many team seasons have been ruined yeah. because their quarterback has gone down for the season? Not missing a couple weeks, but, I mean, the season right now. Well, and you saw, like, the smart teams this year, I mean, especially after what happened to San Francisco in the NFC Championship game against Philadelphia, they went out and got Sam Darnold. Now, it's Sam Darnold, but still, that's a serviceable backup that yeah. was a top-five pick in the yeah. NFL. Uh, the Miami Dolphins... Same situation for them last year. Remember, in the playoffs, they didn't have Tua available. Still could have won that game mm -hmm. outright, so they went and they spent $4 million guaranteed year one for Mike White, $8 million overall for two years for Mike White. So I think we're starting to see that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a couple of years ago, yeah. actually every year, Teddy Bridgewater is one of the higher That's paid true. That's backup true. quarterbacks. And he'll be a free but... agent this offseason. No, no, he won't. Really? But uh, I think he's got one more year on his deal. But man, like you got it. You got to have a serviceable backup. You do. The Jets are a great uh, example. Perfect. Of that. The Minnesota Vikings were starting to win some games. Cousins go down. Uh, they're lucky enough to get a hold of Dobbs, but but that magic a... feels like it's worn out a little bit too now. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. You yeah, watch that last game before the bye, and you're going, oh yeah. I think that may be it now. Which the same thing happened in Arizona at the beginning of the year, right? We're like, oh Josh Dobbs, this is such a fun story, and then they bench him, and then they trade him. Yeah, like he's good enough to win you a couple games. And yes. That's what a backup quarterback in this league is. You know what I mean? Like there's quarterbacks that could win you a couple games. It's about the system and it's about the skill position players too. That's why I felt good about the Bengals when we were catching 10 last night. Mm -hmm. Just because you still have Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Boyd. So yeah, sure, your quarterback is not great, but get rid of the ball quickly. Don't make mistakes. And you have a shot to win. I still don't understand why the Falcons have said they're going with Ritter the rest of the season. I still can't believe they didn't at least make a phone call for Lamar. Yeah. Maybe they did. We just don't know about it. I don't know. There's they're, a chance. they're like, Desmond Ritter's our guy. I, I guess they wanted to see. They felt like there was no pressure and no expectations this year. I don't know. I mean, you go out and you draft Bijan yeah. in the top 10 like that. You got to you gotta use him. You got to, I don't know. Doesn't make any sense. Whatever. It's the Falcons. There's a reason why. It's Bet MGM tonight. 33-23, Lakers over Suns in the first quarter. 14 points in the first quarter for Anthony Davis. Just five points. The five assists for LeBron. LeBron James. I, uh, you didn't bet the triple-double, right? No, I didn't. All right, good. I'm glad you stayed away. I didn't. I'm mad at myself. I almost actually took some AD tonight, but I was like, ah. He's another, though, where it's just like, you don't know what you're getting game after game because he could get hurt. He could just go in the locker room and come back out. I don't know, man. 
I just they, like the props props market can already be volatile enough in the NBA. Yeah, it's a lot worse when you're adding extra things like Anthony Davis and who he's going to look like. Good Anthony Davis, bad Anthony Davis. You don't know game by game. Glad I didn't do anything. I mean, granted, it's early. It's the end of the first quarter. But Durant, four points, two or three shooting. And Devin Booker, two of five shooting. He's only got four. Keeping them in this game, though, Grayson Allen. Yeah. Eight points. Two of four from the field, three of three from the charity stripe. Yeah, a minus nine on the floor if you're into that sort of thing. I did take the over on his assists. He has none right now. That's not good. No, he's, he's only two and a half. Unfortunately, he's keeping him in this game. He's, he's got the been, most field goal. He's attempts. been a big facilitator lately, though. He's put up, a, he's gone over. I think he's had at least four assists in five straight games or something along the, whatever it was. It's a reason why I bet it. I don't remember what it is now because it's too late, but yeah, uh, it is that. So, dude, listen to my, my laptop is just like, does yours do this? Listen to this. No. Listen, I'm going to put the mic up too. I've never heard that in my life, actually. That's the fan. There was like 40 seconds where I didn't know where that was coming from. Like, it's making, like, I'm actually getting heat from this over to me, and it's like hotter over here because of this. So, this is an Odyssey laptop. I may have to be asking for a new laptop. I don't, yeah, man, and this battery's dying sooner. This is a new laptop. What have you been watching on that thing? Hey, man, you've been gone a while, so I've had a... PJs, actually. (laughs) It's lonely in here. Poor Sunday, then. Oh, no. He's by himself. That's, I've had those Saturday, not like that. Yeah, I've been sure, here sure. alone. All by my lonesome. Uh, I might have to watch something like that as opposed to the Thursday night football game. Uh, we're going to be stuck watching in here. Of course, we've made fun of it plenty. Who knows? It might it might end up being the best game we've had all oh, year. Like Nobody I, had any expectations for uh, the Bengals and the Jags last okay. night, especially when Trevor Lawrence got hurt. This is worse than you know game it. went to overtime. This is it worse electric. than you know it. I love, I love that you're Both trying to be love that you're trying to be positive. But uh, there may be a chance that even Bill Belichick's not watching his own team on the field on Thursday because, uh, as Spiro Ditas points out, it's not really an interest to him. Chargers going to the ground game. We've had some... Pretty enjoyable meetings and chats with Bill Belichick. I'll tell you one thing we, we learned about Coach the other day. He's, he's not a, a streaming guy. We asked him if he watched Thursday Night Football. <laughs> so what's that, the streaming thing? No, I don't do that. <laughs> that that was, I wasn't quite thinking that is something I learned. <laughs> but, uh, you know, me being a football guy, I really, I, I'm, more, I'm more intrigued by the X's and O's mm-hmm. conversation. You know, I can understand me being a little bit more surface. <laughs> I mean, that's just so Bill Belichick, isn't it? Oh, is that, is that the streaming thing? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't do this. He's such thing. a dinosaur. I know he is. That's why I wouldn't. I mean, he's going to be set what seventy two. Yeah. I don't, I don't want him coaching my team. No. I mean, I, listen. All respect to one of the greatest coaches of all time. The game has now passed him by. Really has. Yeah. You, you, but I believe it though. Bill's not streaming. He's probably yeah. not watching Thursday night football. If if he's got an off day, an off day. If it's their bye week, he's probably not uh, watching Scott Hansen on Red Zone. He just studies his film like it's uh, 1980, 1990, <laughs> all over again. You know what I mean? He just watches the opponent. We're on to Dallas. We're on to Miami. We're on to Cincinnati. We're on to the Jets. We're and then he Cincinnati. just previews, just, yeah. you know, looks at the schedule and just yeah. those are the teams. Yeah. He's got to get his game plan in. I think Bill is checked out. It feels that way. Yeah. He's just he doesn't. checked out. He, I don't he, blame him. Yeah. I mean, he didn't announce a starting quarterback until before kickoff last Well, that's, that's kind of Belichick-y, though. Like, he, he always is that way doesn't really have a whole lot of options and they're in big big trouble uh for the next couple of years unless he wants out so yeah i think he's done at the end of the year there, it, just, it sounds like with a lot of these reports they're gonna his time is gonna be up there they're gonna you know he'll retire or they'll mutually part ways or you can't just fire him like, after everything he he's accomplished again with another quarterback you know what i mean like unless no uh, no way 
Yeah. And I don't even, at this point, I mean, Bill Belichick and talent evaluation, they haven't had good drafts in a while. He can't draft a wide receiver, period. Like, it, it's never worked out. That's the other thing, dude. Like, Mac Jones, I'm not saying he's Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes, but I don't think he's as bad as he's looked this year. The problem is they don't have anybody that could create separation. Right. right? I mean, you know what I mean? That's like Mike Gesicki and Devontae Parker. Anytime a team in your own division makes a phone call, hey, you want our number one wide receiver, you should always <laughs> hang up that phone yes. call because there's a reason why. Yes. And he can't create any separation. He's not a bad wide receiver, but he's not a number one. They signed Juju Smith-Schuster. You forget that because he's done absolutely nothing yep. this season. He he's was better in Kansas be City last year. Guy. It's just, yeah, man, I, I think Bill should move on. If he still wants to coach, there's plenty of teams that'll have you. And, uh, you know, because for Bill, like now the other thing is, too, Bill's done enough. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, Tom Brady won the divorce because he went to Tampa and got his Super Bowl. Unfortunately, got a real divorce after that. But yeah, he yeah. won the professional divorce but like bill's done enough bill was a hell of a uh, hell of a coach defensive coordinator defensive mind before tom was even in the league you know what i mean um at his other stops so i don't think he needs to win another super bowl for his legacy but who knows maybe he thinks he might maybe it's here in washington maybe it's no i don't maybe it won't be here elsewhere maybe the chargers the chargers could make some sense but i i just i don't think bill would ever want to be like a coordinator or run a defense but does he really want to be in charge of the entire team? There's no Bill Belichick does not want to relinquish power because if he does, and there's a situation where he disagrees with a general manager or a team president or whatever, and who's on and his he staff? Doesn't have power, like, right? Who's going with him? That's the other thing. Right. Like his son Patricia, like his son's doing the weird like licking the lips thing with his mullet. Like Patricia's got crumbs in his beard. He's already been fired. Are you taking Bill O'Brien with you? You know, like, who's... Because Bill's the defensive guy. Who's his... You know what, actually? It might be McDaniels again. Maybe they just yeah. pair with each other yeah. again. That, that seems to be what works best. I mean... He's going to need another place to work again. I'd he can be an see, offensive coordinator, so... I'd love to see Bill go to, like, Rutgers. Rutgers, just go... Like, co- ne- Nebraska. Imagine Bill Belichick, I mean, Bill Belichick coaching, like, a high school team. He, could go, he just wants to go retire and then just go coach someone. Like, all right, kids, we're going to be fine. What he should do is he could go to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Dion's the head coach. Mm-hmm. You know, you could give Sean Lewis his job back, call him plays. Should have never been replaced week 11 or whatever. And then uh, Bill could run the defense. Bill and Dion. There you go. That would be Colorado the most. Colorado be on national TV every Think about the contrast week. of coaching styles between those two. Literal polar opposites in every way. See, yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I don't even know, like, if he would work at the collegiate level. I don't know if, I, again, Bill's great. He's awesome. He's, he, In my opinion, he's one of the best, if not the best head coach in NFL history. But he's old. He's crabby. All right. I don't about, even know, like, if I'd want my team to hire Jim Harbaugh. Here's a thought, though. What about the Buffalo Bills? Yes. What if the Bills went and hired Belichick? I mean, isn't it kind of, like, already what they have, though? Like a hard-ass, defensive-minded head coach. But at least you have somebody that has enough of a track record there. Like, maybe that's what they need. They've lost. McDermott's lost the team at this point. The other thing you wonder is, okay, so right now I'm watching in-season hard knocks. Mm. And you watch Mike McDaniel. Yeah. The relationship that he has with Tua. The relationship, um, like, he he's given Jalen Ramsey crap on the sideline. Hey, you know, that's a pick six. Learn what that's all about. Right. And he has this great relationship. And then you look at, like, Bill, or you hear the stories about Bill and his players, and it's like, 
He wasn't even – he was ripping into Tom Brady. It would be film study, and he'd be like, well, we're never going to win another Super Bowl with a quarterback that can't complete a, <laughs> a, complete a simple screen pass. You know what I mean? Like, He wears people down. That's not yeah. for everybody, and um, especially in the NFL now. These guys are making so much money. Like Trevor Lawrence, uh, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, they, they don't want to be bullied right. by this guy. How many let's, – let's look at possible coaching vacancies. Maybe Buffalo. Well, here you go. He goes full circle back to the Jets. Bill Belichick to the Jets. Ah, no. No, I don't think so either. All right, so there could be three in the AFC East. Bills, Jets, Patriots could all have job openings. Uh, you could have... Chargers. Chargers. Okay, give me that. Give me Bill Belichick. To the Chargers. To the Chargers. I've heard that suggested multiple times. I don't hate it. I mean, that's they but, suck because of but, their defense. But you, Yeah, but you also need somebody that's going to be offensively minded whether you're keeping the same offensive coordinator or it's Josh McDaniels, maybe, and he's the offensive coordinator and Justin Herbert needs that. I mean, maybe. It kind of makes the most sense. Kellen Moore is just the one and done with the Chargers. Like, what else would be – where else is there a oh, vacancy? definitely the Panthers. Panthers. Panthers, yeah. Could you I, imagine that? I, I oh, say God. that mockingly. I, yes. I don't think that'd be a good fit, only because like Bryce needs an offensive-minded head coach Absolutely. that can fix Bryce. I think most, Bryce is dude, not. most teams right now want offensive-minded head coaches. It's harder to be a defensive-minded head coach in the NFL and get a job now. Could you see him getting along with Tepper? Uh, Hell no. no right, I don't, exactly. Are you so, kidding? Next. Hell That's no. the other thing is like Bill's going to want full control right. of the roster. Next team, Saints. If they make a move, I mean, I, I, I yes, an yeah. improvement over Dennis Allen. You mentioned yeah, I mean, Washington. Washington's already been rumored. I'm give down me it. rapid fire. I don't, give yeah, me it. I don't think. I don't think that happens though. I want I mean, it. Oh, I definitely don't. There are some good defensive players. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they need they need a Ben Johnson, Bobby Slowick, maybe somebody like that. It's Raiders. A, does he want to be in Vegas? It's too flashy. I don't think he wants to be with That's, Mark Davis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also that. Yeah. Good point. Uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah. yeah, he goes down to warm weather now, you know, just like Brady did. Imagine Belichick going down and coaching Tampa Bay after Brady's already retired. Yeah. You know, go someplace warm. It'd be like a retirement job for him. Mm. Gosh, <laughs> Ryan, I, Ryan's grunt says it all. I just, I don't know. Chicago? Don't... What about the Bears? Well, there's Atlanta, the Bears, Chargers. You guys Atlanta. already touched on the Bears. Like, there was a report today, I think from Josina Anderson, that the Bears, should they decide to move on, may be interested in Eric Bieniemy. I did see that. Yes, I did see that. And you know what? You can have him. That's As fine. a Packer fan, I welcome that. Um, yeah, I'm fine with that. You can have Eric Bieniemy. You can have Bieniemy. We don't need him. I mean, it, it's been it, there have been some good moments. He's certainly done a, a decent job developing Sam Howell to a point, but it's not like I've seen so much where I'm like, oh my gosh, this offense. I mean, again, you can't really judge too much with the offensive line Washington has, but. God, I just I don't know that I'd want Bill or Bill Bryant. I definitely wouldn't want him. I don't know that I'd want Bill as my head coach. You guys I, I would not. The Bills. I, I can't see him doing an individual thing. That ain't that ain't happening. No, but man, that would be awesome though. Sticks it to the Patriots, goes to Buffalo, sees him twice. You know, like being the NFL, that probably will be how it plays out though. Or Bill goes to Vegas, crabby ass Bill in Vegas. He has a new lease on life. He's enjoying time. He's hanging out with us at. MGM yes. for March Madness, doing wasabi bombs. You know what? I think we know the true answer. Bill Belichick to TV. Oh yeah, well, you know they're, they're just. He'd probably be great. Around. He probably would be really. I funny. mean, there's a side to Bill that we don't know about. Well, man. apparently he can actually be very snarky and funny behind hey, the so scenes. The so, Randy Moss, the Halloween yeah. party. All right, we're back tomorrow. Bet MGM tonight.